This bumper is brought to you by BurgundyBlog.com, your source for truth and reason on the Redskins. Hey, it's Brent from Burgundy Blog. I'm going to do three pregame thoughts heading into the weekend for this Week 8 game in London between the Redskins and the Bengals. Number one. The Redskins running back situation is pretty interesting right now. Uh, Starter Matt Jones probably worked his way into the doghouse a little bit by fumbling twice last week. And then uh, as kind of a surprise on Wednesday, it turned out that uh, he had injured his knee and he basically has done nothing in practice all week. The Redskins arrived in London today and I'm reading on Twitter right now that he's not doing anything again today in practice. So all signs are definitely pointing to him not being active. Uh, Also, the Redskins called up backup running back Mac Brown from the practice squad, all of which suggests that Jones is not going to go. I think this is interesting because it's entirely possible that this sort of backup makeshift situation uh, could have just as much success, if not more, as the committee did when Matt Jones was the lead dog. Um, Robert Kelly, I think, first of all, it would be a little bit of a stretch for anyone to be predicting with great confidence whether he will succeed or fail as RB1 because there's really just not nearly enough tape of him as a pro at this point to know for sure. However, there, there's at least one thing that uh, I really like about him that bodes well, which is that he moves laterally and k- keeps his momentum better than Matt Jones does. And as a result, I think he's more able to reliably get at least three or four yards, even when not a ton of room is blocked for him. Um, I've always liked Chris Thompson a lot. Uh, I tweeted, or I guess retweeted yesterday, uh, myself from uh, shortly after he was drafted in 2013 because I actually wrote a blog post before that draft describing Chris Thompson as possibly my favorite player in the draft. I think he's a a dynamic player who has uh, matured and improved quite a bit since being drafted. And I think this little one-two punch of Robert Kelly and Chris Thompson just might be very effective. So let's see how it goes. Um, Keep in mind, and I don't think that this is going to happen because Scott McLuhan really seems to like Matt Jones quite a bit, but keep in mind already a couple of times this year, the Redskins have put underperforming players on IR pretty quickly after injuries that seemed fairly likely um, to be healed within, you know, maybe a few weeks. Again, I don't think that's going to happen with Matt Jones because the Redskins situation at running back is hardly settled. I mean, the depth is hardly proven. Um, but I, I think there's an opportunity here for Robert Kelly with a, a really good game or a couple of them to potentially rest the starting gig away from Matt Jones. So keep an eye on that. Number two. When the Bengals have the ball, uh, the main guy that I think everyone knows to be terrified of is wide receiver A.J. Green, who's all-world. But another guy that I'm pretty concerned about for this week is a guy who had missed most of the year and, in fact, I think just played his first game 
of 2016 last week is Bengals tight end Tyler Eifert. He is a stud. He is a touchdown scoring machine. He's been injured and uh, did not have a big impact last week in his season debut. But by most accounts, he seems to be fully recovered and near 100%. And I think he poses a very dangerous problem to the Redskins in this game in London. Um, Because their middle linebackers do not match up um, very favorably with such an athletic playmaking tight end. Um, Will Compton and Mason Foster have been, you know, for the most part holding their own. But I think it's very likely to take a more athletic player like Sua Cravens to um, match up effectively with Tyler Eifert. And Cravens, of course, coming off his own concussion pretty recently, played only 11 snaps last week in Detroit. Um, I really don't know if he's, you know, full speed, so to speak, able to play more snaps now and therefore more able to effectively match up with Eifert. But I think the Redskins are going to need him to stop the tight end passing game, especially in the red zone. Number three. Something that has my attention right now is not only the performance of the defensive line, but the relationship of the defensive line, and I guess the entire defense, with their coordinator, Joe Barry. Uh, Earlier on in the season, before the Redskins started to turn around and and they went on that four-game win streak, um... There was some footage on the sideline during a game of Chris Baker arguing with Joe Barry. And since that time, there have been not just one, but a number of occasions, even after wins, where key outspoken uh, leader-type players on the Redskins' defense, most notably Baker and Ricky Jean-Francois, have very explicitly second-guessed or called into question some of the play-calling by Joe Barry. Now, the Redskins seem to have this sort of team culture where being outspoken is not only allowed but encouraged. And I think part of that is head coach Jay Gruden's personality. Um, His players are treated by all rights like men and not censored and not prevented uh, from speaking their mind, even when it extends, apparently, to criticizing uh, their, their own staff. I also want to point out again, as I did several times over the course of that four-game win streak, that the Redskins' defense really has done overall recently a a terrific job of keeping opponents out of the end zone. Uh, But after the Lions game, uh, both of those guys, Baker and Jean-Francois, really did not hold back in questioning Joe Barry's approach, uh, not only on the last drive where Stafford really carved them up, but also throughout that game in terms of dropping, lining into coverage, etc. I think this is an important game and an important opportunity for the defense to kind of get back on track and get back on the same page with their coordinator uh, because it seems like that relationship between the coaches and some of the leader-type players is a little tenuous right now, and I do worry that if this game goes south and gets ugly, it could have pretty big implications for the performance of the defense overall uh, for the second half of this season.
This bumper was brought to you by BurgundyBlog.com. Follow my Twitter, at BurgundyBlog, or my weekly podcast for more truth and reason on the Redskins.